Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, the first bullet point on my list is we're video live streaming this podcast, but Yay. you don't need to know that. Uh, of course, what do listening. you mean? Of course they do. Oh, well, I mean, they need to know that, but contextually, you're listening to this if uh, you're not part of the live stream right now. Yeah, but uh, if you if are you... listening to this right now, then you could be watching it. Okay, I'm Kenny Myers, and with me as always is my dearest, oldest friend, Matthew Anderson. Matthew Anderson. I don't think actually any of that is true, uh, those adjectives. So I have good news as I read this off my phone. We are expanding the Chips and Bits empire. Like the American and British empires before us, we are planting flags in places they are unwanted yes. and taking money for it. Uh, Maybe. We have launched Patreon tiers. So if you go to patreon.com slash Matt. Uh, chips and Bits. Is it just all one word? No dashes? I believe so. But it's in the notes, cool. Kenny. Hey, the notes are where it's at. Um, yeah, so we have a Discord now. You can come and chat with us. We have live streams. We have an extra monthly episode if you pay us enough money. And we have a newsletter, which was free, uh, and now it's not. But you didn't really know about it anyway, because I was doing it as a hobby. <laughs> That's true. That's my cool thing. Lots of things are were once free, and now they're not Welcome to capitalism. Uh, let's see. Existing Patreons or patrons, which I just think is weird. Uh, please, if you uh, give us money, remember to pick a tier very soon. Or do we eradicate them? I'm not sure what happens. No, the reason why it's important for existing patrons to join a tier is because uh, Patreon forces you when you want to send stuff out to your patrons to pick a tier. And so if you're just on an existing pledge prior to us adding tiers to Patreon, you won't get any of the new shinies when we send them out. You're just in the ether as far as Patreon's concerned. So not to us. We still consider you awesome. No, I actually, if you're not in the right Patreon tier, you are no longer a part of this universe. But the long story short is uh, existing patrons, we love you still. But if you could join a tier, that would make our life very easy. And we'd love you even more. Yeah, so we're actually putting effort into this thing instead of just time. And uh, we think that it'll uh, be pretty cool. So please check out Patreon. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that we're going to be doing. A lot more stuff. If you just if 30 minutes, 10 months a year isn't enough, you can get a lot more. Uh, including a Game of the Year podcast, which we've never done before, which will be a long-form format of me probably drinking alcohol and making fun of Matt. So oh, that'd be, that'd to be good. To. Yeah. yeah. Even I, I mean, would look forward to that. You can't have a game of the year podcast <laughs> without beverages of choice, just as a thing. So now we're going to do our awkward live stream pause because we're live streaming this thanks to our Patreon tiers, where we make room for the title cards, uh, the titles, uh, not cards, music. The, uh, I'm really bad at this still. But on the other hand, uh, it's good to be back. pretty good yeah it was, it was pretty good that was a great pause um 
Well, Matt, how about you tell the folks what game we're talking about today? We are talking about Marvel's, with an apostrophe, Spider-Man with a dash, colon, Miles Morales. Spider-Man, Marvel, sorry, Marvel's Spider-Man and Miles Morales. That's, That's right. That's the one. A, a game released for? Uh, PS5? And 4, but we played the? PS5. Because now it's time to play PS5 Guess. games. Okay. That's a good Yay. job. Good guess. All right. All right. You did it. You really <laughs> did it. Oh, man. Just come back shooting aces. Hey, we're uh, rusty. We're rusty. So, so anyway, the uh, PS5 is in our homes. We managed to acquire them by only small ritual sacrifice and one of my children. Uh, yes. I was going to say large ritual sacrifice, but I forgot that you hate your kids. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say that would be large. You know, it's really per pound, not really necessarily. Okay, yeah, so medium size then. Per emotional, per emotional <laughs> commitment. Um, and so this is not one of the, like, a. I would say Miles Morales is not a pure PlayStation 5 game for a lot of reasons, but it takes advantage of so many of the features of the PS5. So you can kind of see this as a mix of both, I imagine, as we'll be talking uh, about the new experience mixed with Miles Morales. Um, yeah. And what that does. So, uh, which brings us to another interesting point, which is Matt and I actually had very different looking games. Uh, Did we? Because when Matt played Miles Morales, although you have played it recently, but when Matt played Miles Morales, they hadn't released a mode that allows you to do ray tracing in 60 frames per second. That's true. But, but they, they, I had they that, did. I had that the whole time. They released it halfway through my playthrough. Halfway, okay. So you got a good enough look at like the, yep. how that worked. Um, yeah, and that was pretty cool. Uh, Matt, how, what did you think of Spider-Man Miles Morales? I loved it. I loved it a lot. I thought it was fantastic. Super fun. Well, why don't you ex- uh, expand on that? Because we have time to fill. Well, if you recall. We podcasted about the other Spider-Man game mm-hmm. in the past generation. Uh, I don't know how two years ago, two seasons ago, and we loved that game as well. This loved is it a lot. Yeah, this is one of those examples where even if you weren't, even if you didn't know that you were looking for more Spider-Man action, you know, swinging around New York and feeling like a superhero, you were. And and this game this game proves it to you. It's it picks off uh, up almost exactly where the last story left off. Uh, you're playing a different Spider-Man character in Harlem, and yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like they threw in some new stuff you weren't expecting. Like the music is particularly uh, fun and a, and a new little wrinkle in this game. Uh, integrated I would say in sort of like better. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 part of the cutscenes. It's part of the. Uh, uh, segues between dis- you know character discussions and missions, and it, it's it's super great. Uh, it's quick, you know. Like if you if you like, I did a second playthrough just so I could unlock the trophies. And if you're just going through just the story and and nothing else, it's pretty fast. I mean, you can get through in just a couple hours. But well, it, that depends. I mean, you were playing on New Game Plus, which is yeah. So I was like invincible. You're hyper powered. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, it, the the good thing is just like uh, the original new spider-man there's tons of stuff to do and I mean, it's one of those things where you get thrown into the game and immediately like you're immediately just swinging around 
and jumping on rhino's back and crashing through a mall and beating up yeah. baddies and learning all your tricks of the of the web again and it's immediate action and it just it just spirals you know, into insanity from there. There's tons of stuff to collect and it's all fun because, you know, the core mechanic of just swinging around the city and doing tricks and learning the different swinging and jumping and uh, acrobatic mechanics. It's just fun. Like it's one of those things where even though you have fast travel, you'll find yourself not fast traveling from time to time just so you can spend some extra time swinging and zipping. And it's super cool. Swinging and zipping. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. kicking. Uh I have a very interesting mixed feeling about Miles Morales. Interesting. So Miles Morales, you can buy for PlayStation 5. And if you buy a specific one, you get Spider-Man remastered, pretty much using a lot of the same visuals of Miles Morales to a degree, I want to say. A lot of the um, mechanics are the same. And for the first time, I played through the DLC, which you played through when it came out, but I didn't. I think I played all but the last DLC, yes. Yeah. And it's not the best DLC, but it tells an interesting story. And uh, one of the things that happened was I played Spider-Man Remastered after I finished... Sorry, I played the main game of Spider-Man Remastered before I started Miles Morales. So I went through oh, cool. it all again. Yeah. And it was just as enjoyable, and it looked cool, and they have a new Spider-Man face, and he's way too young looking. Yeah, that was and weird. What's... What is up with that? Why'd they know. do that? I don't know why that. I don't know why they did that. Uh, I don't. Maybe it's SAG. Um, <laughs> they probably SAG after or whatever it's called. I get it. Hey, I don't. I don't important. think that's what it was. It's important that actors have pensions. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and I jumped right into Miles, and that was great. Like it was super fun. I was a little bit because I did everything in Spider Man. I was. I was a little bit strung out on spider-man style games and miles hmm. isn't like miles is a, an evolution not a revolution it's like yeah. um it's pretty much the same comment mechanics and then they just layer stuff on top of it that's really really great and so the beginning i was like a little uh frustrated but then like it just sucked me in so well uh that i just loved it i in particular, the writers of the Spider-Man games know that they only get like one game every three or four years, and they take story risks that I think are exceptional, mm -hmm. like stuff they can't do in comic books or even the movies because of like a constant release cycle. Um, and Miles Morales is no exception. The story is just as good as this first Spider-Man story, maybe even better. I, th I thought um, it was better. Because and, and and mainly, if I was to give one quick caveat, I think even if it you didn't think it was better on its own merits, the fact that it doesn't have any of the weird, cheesy, corny side distractions that the original one does, just that alone makes it better. Yes, no fucking sneak missions, Mary Jane. Oh my God, get them out miles. of here! Yeah, get they were terrible. And playing them again, they were terrible too. Except yes. <laughs> this time, I knew that I could hit R two and run through them, which I didn't know the first time, and that was painful. I didn't know that uh, either, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's not explicit. Uh, so another thing happened when I finished Miles Morales and I went back to play uh, the DLC of Spider-Man, which I enjoyed. Uh, I noticed what I thought was new in Miles Morales was actually in a lot, like a lot of the layers that they added um, in terms of like 
they have like crime scenes that you find around the city and stuff like that um, had already been in the DLC, but the DLC does ramp up to the story, which is Spider-Man takes the vacation with Mary Jane. Yeah. Miles is miles is training and you start like right when that vacation starts. Um, the swinging mechanic is still one of the most fun, if not the most fun, like mechanic or grappling mechanic in any game. Yep. Uh, the story was great. It looked better than Spider-Man did, and Spider-Man still looks great. Uh, it looks a really, really nice version really of great. Miles Morales. Yeah, especially uh, some and, of the some of the set pieces. I just, uh, you know, I told you I would finish my second playthrough before we podcasted, so some of it was fresh in my my mind. And just going through that last battle sequence where it's all the like neon reds and blues and everything is glowing and the light bat, you know, bounces off the ground. There's broken glass everywhere and the lights refracting off of your costume. And it's just like, this is un- insane. Yeah. And going off, like, I mean, on its own merits, Miles Morales is a really fun game, mm-hmm. but it's, it's fun also to compare it to Spider-Man because the best, the best part of Spider-Man in my opinion, uh, was, in terms of like game sequences, like set pieces, was when the Sinister Six get broken out of prison. Yeah, it's like, awesome. You're you're fighting. It's a hard fight, and then you're swinging after Electro, and that was like really the only one of those in the games. Like there there wasn't any really other big set pieces. Um, well, there's the you, there's the Vulture and Electro and Electro fight. But that's not a set. That's not a big set piece. It's all in no, the same location. And you're just knocking them down. And it's fun. Like, that's the combat mechanics. That's like a whole different topic. Um, But in this case, uh, those big set pieces, like with Rhino and with the antagonist in this, um, and they were so good uh, and so fun. And and there were more of them that felt like that Raft sequence in uh, Raft is the name of the prison in Spider-Man. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's hard not to love Miles Morales. He is such a lovable character. Yeah, totally. And uh, I don't know. Like, it's interesting how I saw how the Spider-Man and the DLC informed and also set up Miles Morales. Like, they were obviously working on some of this stuff on the engine. It was Uh, funny hearing you talk about that because I had completely spaced out on the... uh the like detective sequences. I, I remember them being like, when you said that, I was like, Oh yeah, I remember that from the Spider-Man DLC. And I was like, no, there was a couple of those in miles Morales. Now that you say, <laughs> I remember doing those. Yeah. And I, it was, it was really very much like, Oh, I thought this was new in miles Morales, but all they did was do what miles Morales does best, which is take what is fantastic and put like this beautiful icing on it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's brief, but not too brief. You get new combat abilities in probably one of the most fun combat systems in video games. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the new combat mechanism. So essentially what they add is uh, this Venom mechanism, because uh, Miles Morales can do a couple Not things. the villain Venom. Right. Uh, he's in a tank and it's hairy. Um, yeah. That's going to be awkward. It is. Oh, it's Venom. My powers are called Venom. <laughs> that's so crazy. We should do like a remix together, I assume. We should start a what. podcast. Let's record some boat sounds together. <laughs> um, 
there's uh I lost my train of thought because I just kept thinking about these weird sound recording missions you do. Oh yeah, those those are those are funny. Uh the combat mechanics, the new ones they added. There's Uh, there's so they add a layer of like a super I would say like super superpowers on top of your already superpowers. It's essentially like you get ultimate moves and then you design and level up your character to make those moves just extravagantly destructive. Yeah. And uh, like the, the venom stuff, the closest thing I can relate it to is the infamous style powers. It's sort of like, Oh so, yeah. Yeah. Sort of like sure. electricity based, but not electricity. Uh, and you can use it to like, overcharge and punch through shields. You can use it to lift people. You can use it to pound on people, uh, zoom across the map, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, for me. And then there's an invincibility power invisibility uh, invisibility god yep. damn it that's gonna show up in the notes always does always does there's an invisibility power which can make you feel invincible um that actually adds another element to the game that i really like which is like you can re-sneak in yes. spider-man when you start like you enter regions where there's like a lot of heights and stuff and you can sneak around but the moment you're discovered you're in combat you're like punching people Yep. In Miles Morales, you can actually jump between them to your liking, depending on when your power's ready. Uh, and I, I loved that. I actually really loved the ability to like reset sneaking. Uh, the The villains are hard. Like I play these games on their hardest modes. Yep. Um, it's hard combat, um, but it's so fun to just like disappear and like they get surprised. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, I I like the direction that they took with the new mechanics. Uh, and it's not really a gripe, but the one thing I did notice, um, especially after playing through it a second time was that I, I definitely remember the first time through when you're so you become so accustomed to, first of all, how good the combat system is in this game, just to begin with just outright, if you're just punching and kicking and flipping, I mean, it's, yeah, which is from Spider-Man. It's just phenomenal. It's, it's, uh, you know, that extended Batman esque, you know, countering and jumping and punching system. And it's awesome and super fun. Um, but you can do everything you need to do with that uh, if you needed to, to the extent that the way that I found that those new powers were added in, uh, I I almost never used them. Like I'd use them when I got into trouble or I'd use them when they were automatic, but I didn't find myself uh, relying on them as much as I think I probably could. The, mm-hmm. the invisible uh, power, for example, the best way I found to utilize it was to activate this uh, uh, special power up in which if you were seen during an attack it would automatically trigger so that was helpful because you know to avoid what you just actually hinted at i never found myself triggering between you know seen and unseen i would be unseen and then i'd make sure i stayed unseen because it would automatically trigger and i'd never have to manually do it the second time i went through combined with with two things one i was super overpowered so it was almost impossible for me to die but second Mm -hmm. i was going fast like i wasn't trying to sneak as much i was trying to just like run through the thing as fast as i could i used all those powers all the time and to Mm -hmm. devastating effect i mean like they are insanely overpowered if you can learn how to string them together so i think in hindsight again not a gripe but the thing the thing that sticks out to me especially in hindsight is i think i wish they'd done a better job of forcing you to use those powers more than for just breaking into buildings at times so that you got more comfortable with using them and used them more often did you play on the hardest difficulty uh, the second time through the first time through, I played on just below the hardest. So it would have been two down from super hard. There is no getting through that game without those powers on the hardest difficulty. 
I can see that. Yeah. Like the enemies were so destructive constantly and they had such high health and bullets did such higher, much higher damage that I could not get through areas without like, just like all of my, it's, it's so funny. You mentioned that like all of my gear was channeled towards making sure my venom built up because uh, it built up like a Quick, meter yeah. uh, as quickly as possible so I could use the venom powers against the guys. Like huh. I was a venom machine. I, I, I used punch like one does liberally, but <laughs> I don't think a fight went by when I didn't fire at least 15 or 20 of those as far as I could. Like that's yeah. a really rough estimate and towards the later game, but like it was, it was intense. And it, without those, the combat would have been too hard. Yeah, no, I can see that in my second playthrough again, even though I'm mostly invincible because I'm just so overpowered. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't take the same tactics as you did my, in the first playthrough where you would just, you know, take out as many people as you could before being seen and then kind of just run around the map and kill everybody one by one. Like if you didn't take out the snipers first and then the guys that could throw those like stunning weapons and then just yeah. clear everybody out as fast as possible in certain orders and you stood in the middle of the fray you'd be dead in just a second. I mean, you just could not survive for longer than 10 seconds. Uh, one other thing this game does in terms of reimagining, similar to how they take risks to stories, is they really do a good job of, similar to how Arkham Asylum and Spider-Man did it, of reimagining villains in their own aesthetic. Yes. Uh, I mean, this is a spoiler podcast, but the main villain's the Tinkerer. Mm-hmm. And the Tinkerer's outfit uh, is fucking great. Dope. Super it, dope. It's so great. And how it mo- how it like works and moves yep. and moves around is incredible. And it reminds me of one of... And I, I sent a uh, text message. I don't know what that is because we're on a podcast. <laughs> so only, only audio is usually what we communicate with. Yep. Um, only audio, he said on this now. On the video stream. podcast. Uh the the mechanics of it the way it looks looks like isaac's suit from dead space yes yeah at least the the, the head the unlocking face yeah isaac's suits are one of the greatest video game pieces of armor ever they are so cool and essentially the tinker you're just you're just fighting isaac yeah Um, except isaac with weapons that do that too (laughs) much smarter too yeah uh and also concludes with, I mean, the Tinker is traditionally not a athletic, uh, right, strong correct. villain. Yes. And they twist that by making uh, the Tinker a peer of Miles in this one. And young. And young. And yeah. the battle, the last battle, was one yeah. of the coolest fucking things. I mean, it reminded me of the uh, God of War battle. Uh, yeah, yep. Where you're just, it's its a set piece mixed with a battle, like where you're physically fighting, you have to dodge, you have to learn the attacks, but you can like throw the person out the window and it mm-hmm. becomes like your own mini set piece as you break the glass and throw them out or, or you can jump out them. It's really, it's really phenomenal. Yeah. And it's, 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 you know, it's, it's tiered too. So there's like a couple different sections or like different with different vibes, different move sets, different set pieces, different locations. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that I felt was really, really cool and, and somewhat unique. I can't think of another time I've experienced something like this is that the 
sort of arc of the story, especially related to the character development of you sort of um, coming to a final at odds battle with a close friend of yours in this story, that arc is sort of hitting its peak and concluding at the same time that you are progressing towards the end of this boss fight. And they meet in perfect harmony at the end of the boss fight. Like, so it's like, and, and I guess it's harder to describe now that I hear myself saying it out loud, but basically there's this awareness factor where you're trying to convince your friend they're doing the wrong thing, but you also understand what their motivation is. So it's, it's hard to talk them out of their position. And right. through, through having to battle your friend, the enemy is starting to feel very upset and shaken about what they're trying to do in the battle, which is kill you. They don't want to be doing it and you don't want to be doing it and you both don't want to be doing it. It was just, it was a super rad way to sort of draw those two things together because it added to both the tension and also the motivation to try and progress through the boss fight and get to the end of the game. It was, it was well done. Yeah. The emotional stakes as well as the like, you know, superhero stakes were just so well earned. Like, amazing how in such a short period of time especially when you play through superpowered it's like an hour and a half two hours yeah uh how much that's conveyed and i mm-hmm. mean always a tribute to both the writers and the voice actors for just selling it oh yeah i mean to be fair i skipped most of the cinematic cutscenes on my second playthrough and still at the end it got me i was like oh the story mm, it's good <laughs> yeah yeah that it, it ends really well i actually I don't know. It feels good. Like one of the things that you, I left like Miles Morales with was first of all, just astonished at the the last battle of it. Like Mm -hmm. it was so good. Um, Astonished that they could top a lot of the stuff they did in this original Spider-Man and um, just like totally ready for Spider-Man Two co-op or something like that. Miles and Peter, fighting against the city it was it was just so good although i just played like 30 hours of spider-man so i'll probably take a little break that sounds good yeah yeah i'll probably take a tiny break uh and so like graphics quality and sort of fidelity and and in lighting all that aside uh we also haven't talked about yet how this this was like the perfect to me like a perfect showcase of some of the other stuff that i assume is coming on this next generation of of consoles because the main another main selling point ironically of this game is how fast it is like how fast it loads how fast everything goes i mean you boot this thing up the game launches in under 10 seconds from clicking all the buttons loading your save games getting onto the street dressed up as spider-man i mean it's 10 seconds or less and then there's not a single loading screen from start to finish. I mean, that that's it. That's all you got to do. I mean, it was, it was pretty cool. One of the things I remember from the original Spider-Man was instead of taking fast travel, you'd swing to places because it was just as Because the train Cause the took system, forever. Because the train was slow and it just yeah. took a long time. And it's fun to swing, so you mm-hmm. just did it. But in this version of the game, it's instant. You don't even get like a little loading cutscene. No. You just it click just on a place and to then black. you're there yeah. Fade like to a black, second. One second walk out of the subway. Like I was fast traveling like every two seconds. I'd be like, well, let's go get that. And then I'd go over there and I'd get it. And the same for the remaster. They did the same thing. And it was spectacular. Like Mm -hmm. I, it was amazing. One might say it was an amazing fantasy. Um, You could just go anywhere quickly. It was so nice. Yeah. Especially for a collectible open world game like this. Like it's, it's really nice to have it condensed so that you don't really have to, uh, fucking run 
three hours to get something. Yeah. Um, and beyond that, I didn't really care for the, because I'm not a fan of the PlayStation five remote. Mm. It's uh, I think, I think it's it's fine. It's very gimmicky. And I, I don't keep track of it. Like after the first bits, I'm just like, Oh, it's, it's vibrating. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't notice it that much in Miles specifically. I mean, there's there's not much of the fancy wizardry stuff it's using. Except a subway. The subway was cool. I don't remember. What was that? When you're on the subway tracks, you can feel the bump, bump. Oh, yeah, bump, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the controller. That's okay. the only time I thought it was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I didn't really feel like care for the tension of the because you get the tension of the web mm-hmm. with this PlayStation 5 controller. That was fine. It wasn't like. Oh, this is so cool. I could put more physical strain on my hands to swing around the city. That's awesome. I get it. Um, man. You're a controller curmudgeon. It's fine. Uh, yeah, because I'm an elite controller gamer. You know <laughs> that. You know I, I got that Xbox Elite Patreon money to buy those nice controllers. Was Was there anything you didn't like that you disliked about Miles Morales? Um... I'm not a huge fan of like the crime, the generic crime stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I really like side quests to be more interesting now. And it's sort of, it, it weighs on me a little bit. Um, sometimes I can get really Zen about it. And I kind and you kind of get, for me, it gets into like a Zen collectible mode. Cause you get, you know, completion of districts, districts. Yep. It's a very open, it's this, it's the open world mechanics, the Ubisoft open world mechanics. And, um, yeah, I didn't really care for that too much, but there was a lot of good stuff too. And it wasn't as much as Spider-Man. What about you, Matt? The only, the only thing I didn't super enjoy was the go around and record the music for your uncle. Try try and find those. I mean, the, the, the notion behind it, like the, the story that brought you into those missions was great. Uh, some of the sounds that you end up finding, you know, like and thinking about using them in the music beat, it's cool. You're like, ah, oh, cool, train tracks. Yeah, that's that's neat. Yeah. Uh, and the payoff once you finish those side missions was awesome. But yeah, finding them was a lot more tedious than I felt like it needed to be. And so I was like, eh, I don't really want to do another one of those missions. And I would find myself putting those ones off. That was that was really about it, though. Yeah, they were they weren't that fun. I liked each. PC found came with a little narrative, which I always mm-hmm. really like that. And that's yep. like a nice little reward, but it was just kind of like, mm, this is fine. Well, but yeah, like they had other, they had literally another collector mission um, that comes from your mom at the end of the game. And mm-hmm. it retells the story of your, of your dad. And it's like your, your birthday or something. It's like a birthday, go find stuff around the city, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah. Where, it's an epilogue. It's yeah. a sweet epilogue. It's really good. None of that, like, Mary Jane bullshit from the first one. None of that. Um, It's awesome. So, you know, they have the capacity to do it. And I think they just thought it was going to be kind of a neat mechanic. And it's a little bit more of a direct kind of character story arc link between you and your uncle, which makes sense. It just, it was just tedious. That that was all. Your uncle, who's uh, in Miles Morales lore, is the Prowler. And if you haven't seen Into the Spider-Verse, plays a prominent part in that. And that movie... Maybe one of the best superhero movies of all time. Yep. Agreed. A lot of good, a lot of good in Spider-Man's camp right now. Like yep. a lot of really good uh, games. Comic books are, are okay. Uh, the movies are killing it. And into the Spider-Verse is also uh, a part of that. And I'm so glad Miles Morales is such a big character. He's so 
he was so interesting when he was created and he's just really compelling uh especially as spider-man gets older of just like this different viewpoint on spider-man and they really did a nice job crafting this yeah and we didn't even talk about we're getting long in the tooth here and we didn't even talk about any of the supporting characters which there were some struggles with the supporting characters in the original spider-man and in this one there's even more you know either either side characters directly or at least like secondary characters through like side missions and people in the neighborhood and all of them are great all of them are super yeah. fantastic they're well voiced they fit into the story and it's just we didn't they... even talk about the suits matt no no we didn't because otherwise we would have been talking about cat suit but it's 32 minutes and you know yeah. what that means it means we got to cut it off it's time to talk about our patreon again <laughs> no it's time to cut it off because uh, 10 minutes was dedicated to our intro yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I would say you can play Miles Morales on PS4. You should play it on a PS5. You should. You can get one. Good um, luck. Good luck. We wish you the best. Kenny's uh, out of children, unfortunately. Yep. And, uh, you know, you can only do the ritual once. That's true. So uh, with the ritual done and our first podcast in the bag, I'm Kenny Myers. And with me, as always, Matthew Anderson. And thank you so much for listening uh and or watching viewing and i promise you uh if you're just a listener we'll stop talking about the live stream it's just new right now so uh but we won't live stream thanks for paying anyway there you go. goodbye friends see you next month